2: Welcome to the Baseball America podcast. Baseball America, bringing you baseball news you can't get anywhere else for more than 35 years. Now it's time to talk baseball.
3: Hey everyone, Baseball America podcast, JJ and John together. And uh, weird to say this, but the, uh, the last Baseball America JJ and John podcast, potentially. Although maybe we'll get you back on, you know, to celebrate the Twins World Series uh, down the road, <laughs> you know.
4: Lord willing, but it is weird to have to do that, to do a last one. J.J. just didn't, uh, I did not see this day coming.
3: I guess we actually should explain before we go any further that uh, this is a farewell podcast for John because John is leaving to take a job with the Minnesota Twins. He's going to be a pro scout for the Twins. His official start date is November 1st. So that's why this is a farewell, but uh, we hope that you enjoy this. We do understand that this is a little different than the average podcast, but we do think that you'll enjoy it. And, John, I really hope that you enjoy it. Kind of we're we're going from... to get the read in before we completely uh, – I yeah. do want to remind you, thank you for tuning in to today's Baseball America podcast. Our podcast is sponsored by Baseballism. Baseballism is the official off-field brand of baseball, offering apparel for men, women, and kids. Shop now at Baseballism.com and near the offer code BAShip to receive free shipping on your order. Visit Baseballism.com to shop for hats, shirts, and more today. Now, podcast listener, this one's going to be a little different than your uh, normal podcast. It's going to be a little indulgent, but let me explain. It's not going to be self-indulgent. It is indulging from our end to John. He knows nothing about what is about to happen. <laughs> he has no clue that this is coming, but uh, this is going to be a little bit of uh, this is your life, <laughs> and so we're going, to cut. we're going to start it off uh, with a, a familiar face, a familiar voice that you've heard many a time before on the podcast, so... Uh, Leading off, it makes sense, is uh, Jim Callis. So this is the message that Jim recorded for John. Jim Callis here. Just want
5: to congratulate you on your new endeavor you're about to embark on with the Twins. I'm very excited for you. At the same time, it won't quite seem like Baseball America without you there. I, I don't know if anybody has ever really cared more or worked harder than you did at Baseball America. Um, and aside from Matt. that, our friendship means more to me than our professional relationship. Uh, Going back to uh, still the only job interview I've ever done where I was looking to hire somebody and uh, a guy dropped an F-bomb in the interview, uh, which, which did go over well. We obviously <laughs> hit it off. It still makes me chuckle thinking about that. I wish we'd uh, hired you. We waited a little while to hire you, not because of the F-bombs, and you've just done a tremendous job at Baseball America in so many ways. Uh, uh, enjoyed oh, my years at Baseball America covering the College World Series with you. Uh, you know, working on the Prospect Handbook with you, uh, having you rest uh, uh, my uh, kind of ridiculous obsession with trying to do all 30 draft report <laughs> cards from me. Just so many positive memories uh, of working with you and enjoying your work. If I recall, I want to say your first feature when we first hired you back in the mid-'90s might have been a, a Wes Farrell story. I think we were doing That's something right. on hitting, on hitting pitchers, amazing. or pitchers that had a lot of success hitting. I don't know why that jumps <laughs> out to me right now. And... Uh, Ah, just all kinds of highlights over the year, John. I enjoyed doing the Under Armour game with you. I remember podcasting with with L trains rumbling past us. That was
4: awesome.
5: Uh, I remember the infamous uh, Tony incident uh, on the beat Sydney when we were covering the Olympics, and I was copy editing for the website wee <laughs> hours, and maybe it was not as diligent as I was. Uh, uh, you know, to, to time when we had a, a guy bleeding out in the Rosenblatt Stadium press box. Uh, but now, seriously, John, it's, uh, you're really going to be missed at Baseball America. Um, you've done so much good work for the magazine, and I think uh, for a lot of people, uh, you, you've really become synonymous with Baseball America. So big shoes to fill, but I'm really excited about your scouting opportunity with, with the Minnesota Twins. You can uh, maybe meet Dick, Nick Nick Blackburn. I know you were a big Nick Blackburn <laughs> proponent back in the day. Um, but uh, you know, just very happy for you, John. I think it's a great opportunity. I know you're going to do well because you bring a lot of passion and intelligence to anything that you do. And I know you'll continue to do that uh, for the twins. I, I'm not going to cry like like you famously did when we podcast my departure. But uh, I am getting a little emotional talking about you, John, because, uh, you know, I care for you very much. You're one of my best friends and uh, very, very excited about your, your opportunities to go kill that like you, you killed uh, your time at Baseball in America. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that.
4: This is gonna to be too much. But that yeah. was really that was sorry, a good dude. Start. Buckle
3: up. Uh, we've got yeah. a few more of these to come. But uh, we'll just keep rolling on. We will be. Uh, you're, you're basically again. This is what this podcast is gonna be like. Uh, next up, we're gonna to go to uh, Connor Glassy, uh, area scout for the <sighs> Indians now. Who uh, who was probably uh, the most unconventional intern that we've ever had. He came. <laughs> he moved cross country. for an internship.
4: So you, people think I care. That Nobody cared more than that.
3: He, he moved, you know, and, uh, and he, moved was here. he was married. He was
4: married and moved away from his wife across the whole country.
3: So that's and incredible. it worked out. It did work out. But So here's uh, Connor.
6: Hey, John. It's Connor Glassie. First off, I just want to thank you for your years of work at Baseball America. I'm definitely going to miss reading your columns, reading your chats online, listening to your podcasts, and seeing you on TV. I wanna thank you very much for taking a chance on me. Moving across the country is probably one of the older interns at the magazine. You were a mentor to me. I learned so much from you during my time there, and you're one of my favorite all-time people that I'm lucky to call a friend. So I wanna wish you congratulations on the new adventure that lies ahead. Um, Baseball America definitely won't be the same, but the twins are lucky to have you, and I couldn't be more excited or happy for you and your family as you make this transition. Um, so just make sure you get yourself a Marriott credit card so you can get the most points and go on some nice vacations. Try to keep your car a little bit cleaner than your office. And let me know if you find any 80 restaurants. See you, buddy. It's,
3: it's fair to say that will not be a high. Hey John, bar. That's not a high bar for you to keep your uh, car just a little <laughs> bit. You know. It is not, and I can't
4: have interns come clean my car either. No. That's a problem.
3: No, you could, you know, I mean, you know your Pro Scouts usually don't have bird dogs, but maybe you have a bird maybe dog. Maybe I'll have a bird dog, do you know? it. <laughs> <laughs> i have to find
4: that. Yeah, we don't usually have bird dogs. That, Connor's, he's just a prince of a person. But, I mean, again, we had a lot of good people work here, JJ. But,
3: if you you know, if you, if Connor is one, you know who's the next one gonna be because Connor and Nathan are kind of are joined at the hip. Yeah. So this is Nathan Roadie uh, now at uh, Prep Baseball Report who was our high school slash draft writer, along with Connor. Yeah, and six, they really were
7: for six years. Byron Buxton cover, many things like that. Hey John, it's Nathan Roadie. Wishing you all the best on your new venture and thanking you for all you've done with baseball America in the last twenty plus years. Even though you ignored my initial calls and emails about a potential <laughs> internship, I was still starstruck the first time I came into the office to meet with you. I'll never forget that day, walking to the courthouse subway and back, and then sitting on your couch as we talked baseball. I was willing to do anything to get in that door, and you gave me that chance. A lot of people have been kind to me and helped me in my young career, but there are a select few who truly have had an impact on where I am now. You are without a doubt in that group. You demanded the very best out of me, and it opened doors that I didn't even know existed. Leaving B.A. was tough for me, so I can only imagine how it is for you. But I know you'll take on this new challenge with the same unbridled passion you do with anything else. In the same time you mastered impressions of Jim Callis (laughs) and other prominent baseball figures, you helped shape an industry. We'll miss your writing, but the Minnesota Twins are lucky to have you. I'll leave you with this. The best way I can describe your contribution to my life and Baseball America. It was awesome. <laughs> You're a stud. Enough said. Good luck, John. We love you.
3: Right, I, will warn you it. I will warn you, everyone, that there are going to be some inside jokes in this. That was one that Nathan, that's a, that was a great finish there by Nathan. That, that, that just matches up with, you know. <laughs>
4: that's the best. It was all his best and the best of, of Nathan rolled into that last couple of sentences. But just what a great dude. Both him and Connor are just such great guys and uh, made amazing contributions to Baseball America. I mean, they're just wonderful people. But uh, both gone on to bigger and better things since leaving BA, which is pretty neat to have hired them both and to see them do that.
3: There's going to be a lot of bigger and better. Um, speaking of that, uh, talk about guys with Want to again. Dan Badrica is a guy yeah. who, when he came in here, I, I think you know. I mean, he made a, he made an impact. He Un- made a little unpolished. Yes. And then to watch as you know he's developed into a pro scout, you know, is it, it, is been it's been fun to watch. Something we both got a chance to tell him in person. Absolutely, last you know. year in the Fort Bragg. You know, the Fort Bragg game when he was serving as the Marlins' uh, Major League video coordinator. Yep. You know, so which was very cool. But so here's a message from Dan.
8: Hey, John. Dan Bedricka here, uh, you know, wanted to congratulate you and wish you the best in your new role with the Minnesota twins. When JJ asked me to send a tribute, I was, I was, I'm happy to do it. And, and I'm, and I'm really excited for you. Got a lot of fond memories of, uh, working with you It was a brief summer, almost a decade ago, but always appreciated, uh, your affable manner and, uh, and I think you'll do well in your role. I'm real excited and I'm hoping to see you out at the ballpark soon next year. Uh, you know, I've been, You know, JJ told me to throw you know, to, to uh, mention a good memory I had of you. And one thing that will always stick in my mind, stick out in my mind is that I remember you had an open door policy even when I was an intern and there were other interns in the office in Durham. And I always appreciated that. And uh, I remember a few times I traips into your office and had some questions, uh, and some pretty bold questions, but I, what I always appreciated about you and that I really enjoyed working with you is how candid you were and how you would, uh, how you would shoot us straight. And I learned a lot from that, from being direct and, and letting us know what you thought. And, you know, I think that'll suit you very, very well moving forward as a scout, you know? When you're picking them out just just tell them what you got and uh and i think i think that'll be appreciated because i certainly appreciated it that uh you'd shoot us straight when we asked a question and even if it wasn't something necessarily that we didn't want to hear at the time it (laughs) made sense later and and i'll always appreciate that so best of luck john and i hope to see you out of ballpark soon
4: um i am stunned that uh that we are peers, <laughs> me and Dan. But Dan, uh, I'm the I'm the one that I'm surprised doing that. Dan, I'm not surprised because Dan identified talent early in his time at BA, and he identified Matt Foreman as talent and <laughs> latched onto that guy like grim death. You know, <laughs> He was not going to let go of Matt Foreman, and they become great friends. They interned the same summer, and you know, Dan got the, those gigs with the Marlins on his own, mm-hmm. not due to Matt Foreman, but... He has gone to work with Matt now, with the Indians. And uh, Matt, uh, that that shows you, uh, to me, that Dan knows talent. So we were very fortunate to have Dan here.
3: Well, speaking of, that was a pretty uh, amazing intern class that year. It uh, was. But nothing against Dan, but uh, Matt Foreman was the uh, the champion of that intern class. Uh,
4: He's the champion of all interns. He's incredible.
3: So now uh, assistant general manager for the Indians, which is – it's just still amazing for all of us here at the uh, office to think oh, back. It's awesome with a capital A. But also, I, to be honest, kind of expected, to be honest. This didn't. is also true. So uh, here's, here's a message from Matt.
2: John, this is Matt Foreman with the Cleveland Indians. Um, I'd like to wish you the best of luck in your new endeavor, and I'd like to congratulate you on an incredible 20-year career at Baseball America. Uh, today really marks the end of an era. And during the last two decades, you've made an incredible lasting impact on both Baseball America and the baseball community at large. It's an impact that can't be understated. And along the way, you've touched the lives of so many people, myself included. I'll be forever grateful to you for giving me my first chance in baseball. And I can't thank you enough for your friendship and support over the years. We'll all be listening to this uh, send-off podcast, counting the number of times we hear your trademark cackle, and we know you'll be fighting back tears, probably unsuccessfully. He's lost that already. We want to celebrate you. Congratulations, and best of luck, John. Thanks for everything.
4: Honestly, this is no offense to you and and Matt Eddy. I always thought Matt Foreman would replace me as editor-in-chief of BA. That was what I put in my emails to... I'm not offended uh, by that. I,
3: I I I don't mind taking a step back behind a guy who's going to be a GM.
4: That's why. That's why I thought he would be. And he's just he is in the top ten people I've ever met. It's an incredible young man.
3: So you know you you are now following in footsteps of. It's been interesting. I mean, you can tell by when we talk about this, uh, you know, about of people who have gone on to work in the industry in the game. Um, one of the first who did that, you know, is. Uh, I know he obviously gets tied to Baseball Prospectus, and he should, because Kevin Goldstein right. did a lot of great stuff at Baseball Prospectus. But before he was at BP, yeah. he was also uh, at Baseball America. We proudly consider him an alum. As Absolutely. He's battling against fellow alum Alan Matthews, yeah. Dodgers versus Astros in the World Series, as we get ready for Game 6 tonight. And uh, KG uh, uh, had a, a message to to say. John, this is Kevin Goldstein with the 2017
9: American League
1: champion, <laughs> and Astros. And... I always loved working at BA, but I have to say, I remember plenty of conversation of you telling me that we're all writers and not scouts. So I'm not sure what the hell happened, but <laughs> congratulations on the exactly. job with the twins. You just made a, one of our ale brethren a heck of a lot smarter and a heck of a lot more dangerous, and I wish you all the best.
4: That's exactly what we used to say all the time. Right. But i still, still try to think of it that way, but got to get out of that.
3: Yeah, I, I've had to, too. I mean, the reality of it is, is it's like, wait a second, no, you know.
4: It's like... Uh... It's a great phrase that B.J. Schechter uses. Uh, we're scouts for the public. That's what we've been doing here for a long time. Uh, KG nailed it. That, uh, that's pretty funny. We had a lot of good conversations. Kevin is uh, hilarious, and we miss him on social media. He was a great Twitter follower. Didn't always agree with him, but a great Twitter follow nonetheless.
3: Um, and speaking of guys who've gone on, the most recent before you to go on to a team was, was our uh, draft writer, Hudson Belinsky, who's mm-hmm. really just started a, a job with the Diamondbacks uh, as a Diamondbacks area scout. And, uh, you know, you guys, obviously you all read him, you all heard him on the podcast until relatively recently. Yeah. But, but, uh, but here's Hudson.
10: Hey, John, it's Hudson. Uh, man, I'm so happy for you. I'm, just really want to congratulate you on the new job and congratulate you on 20 plus years at ba and thank you for everything you've done not, not only for me uh, professionally but um, for the game of baseball at the amateur level there's so many so many stories of uh, you know players that you uh you put in the spotlight and help promote the game at, a, at the amateur level and you helped for so many years, uh, promote interest in the draft and in college and amateur baseball and the minor leagues and prospects and all that. And uh, without you, I think there's a lot of us uh, who are on the team side now that recognize we never could have gotten where we did um, without you giving us those opportunities. And I certainly fall in that camp. Uh, did want to relay a, a story. You know, This was was, was hard for me to pick, Uh, but (laughs) there there was one story, one occasion in June of 2016, there was a a regional at NC State that had St. Mary's and Coastal Carolina in it as well. And and I just remember we had so much happening that weekend. We were trying to report on uh, Delvin Perez with his... uh, positive tests for PEDs and we were trying to get everything figured out and confirm everything and then also finish up the draft rankings and we had guys traveling to different regionals and you know college baseball was in full swing minor league baseball was in full swing we were in the process I think of, of hiring another person so there was just so much going on uh, and I remember really really trying to be first on the Delvin Perez story um, and you kind of you know pumping the brakes it was after the press conference uh, after corbin burns pitched against uh, coastal carolina in early june and uh after the press conference we're sitting there talking and you, you said something to the effect of a good accurate story is better than the first story and uh that lesson kind of stuck with me it, it, it was more about the integrity of the brand and being right. And doing our best to be accurate, uh, and, and you know, really focusing on doing the right thing rather than rushing to get a story out or getting clicks or whatever. It was about integrity, uh, and, that, and that stuck with me. And I know you had uh, adopted the uh, the phrase, "Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good," hmm. uh, and and that's something that I still think about today. Uh but man there were so many stories that I, I could have picked from and uh just so many conversations that we had in the office about players or coaches or scouts or the the game and uh just so many things and I guess that's the one I picked. But I I'm just uh I'm really happy for you, man, and hope uh hope everything goes great with the twins. That's a
4: good I remember that. I remember talking to him in the tennis center across the street from the baseball uh, stadium at NC State. That was a hot day. I actually just was talking to Ray Montgomery with the Brewers about how Corbin Burns fell in that draft when I did draft report cards. And Ray was like, well, that day, that, yeah, he was and that regionals right before the draft. And uh, that was a fun draft to cover. Uh, three drafts covered with Hudson. That makes for a lot of intense conversations. And Hudson and I had a lot of them, but uh, I think we ended our time at BA together in a good place. And uh, I got cranked, and that guy had really hard shoes to fill to replace Clint, and he did it. He did it for three drafts, so kudos to Hudson Bolinsky for doing that. That was not easy. But and he had to work for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so. We're going to go from the, uh, the, the most recent to a little bit of a blast from the past here, because... When we started this Baseball America podcast uh, now more than a decade ago, we had originally there was there was two duos. Yeah, it was the uh, the, the John and Will show. It was and then there was the Alan Matthews and Matt Myers show. Yeah. So there were two. One week you guys would do it. One week Matt yeah. and Alan would do it. And so, you know, and so here's Matt Myers.
0: This is Matt Myers, uh, former Baseball America editor and one of the original hosts of the BA podcast, uh, now with MLB.com, and I'm here to wish John a fond farewell from BA and wish him the best of luck uh, in his new role with the Twins. I worked for John for two years, uh, 2005 to 2007, and he taught me so much uh, about baseball, scouting, player development. Uh, I will forever be indebted uh, to him for how much he taught me. Uh, not only that, he is just... a real pleasure to talk about baseball with uh every fan should be so lucky as to get a chat about baseball with john he's passionate as you probably know um he's incredibly smart and he will make you laugh uh i've probably heard him tell the story of houston street pitching eight plus innings of relief for team usa more times than i can count but it never gets old because of the way john tells the story with so much passion and excitement Um, long-time listeners of the podcast are probably aware John is quite fond of Houston Street. (laughs) I think the best example I can give to show just how enjoyable it is to talk about baseball with John is that he once told me that Xavier Nady, back when he was a big-time college player, just called him up one day to talk about baseball on the phone. And I don't think I've ever heard about a player calling up a reporter just to talk about baseball, and I think that says a lot about John and his passion and his uh, intelligence. And uh, he will be missed at B.A., but he is, uh, B.A.'s loss is the Twins' game. Uh, so, John, uh, best of luck with the Twins. I hope I continue to see you at the winter meetings, uh, futures game, what have you, and I can hear that uh, Houston Street story a few more times. <laughs> Take care. Yeah, the
4: x 80 one's a good one. Hey, John, this is X. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great
3: one. It, it, uh, x was good. It is to my everlasting regret that one thing I do not have for this podcast, and I did try, I was like... But I didn't know a way if I was gonna be able to get in touch with Houston Street it was gonna be through you. <laughs> yeah. And if I got in touch with Houston Street through you, there was no way to surprise you with Houston Street. So there is no Houston That's Street. That's unfortunate. Farewell. I don't have
4: his number. I wish I just had his number. It would have just vanished from my phone though uh, recently. So. But um, but yeah. that would
3: have been that would have been the uh, the clincher. You know. Instead, you know, I, I I it is to my regret that I don't have that. But. That's we, okay, but, but we did thinking. bring back the, the 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 full original BA podcast duo. So Alan Matthews obviously is also uh, have a very strong rooting interest now. A cross-checker for the Dodgers, so Absolutely. he's also uh, living and dying with every uh, pitch in the uh, in the World Series. We're going to have a BA alum with a ring, no matter what happens here. Okay, cool. So, but uh, but here's Alan.
4: Baseball's brightest
3: face. John. This
11: is Alan Matthews calling from Los Angeles, where we just took in a pair of epic World Series games that I can't wait to read about in the pages of my next Baseball America. It's been 15 years this month since Alan Simpson, Will Ingo, and yourself took a very, very long shot on a 20-something-year-old former South Atlantic League radio guy with absolutely zero formal writing experience. It was 2002 back then uh, that you guys brought me on board, and I-, I had a chance to work alongside with you guys at Baseball America and while I knew I loved what VA was all about, I really had no idea uh, just how little I actually knew about the business of baseball. Your scope of knowledge from the college ranks, minors, and the draft was always so impressive and, and really, honestly, accelerated my own development, which, of course, led eventually to my taking the job uh, in scouting with the Rockies in 2007, and uh, fortunately, I'm going into my, my fourth draft now with the with the Dodgers, so... Uh, I have a lot to be thankful of uh, by those guys I mentioned, Alan and Will, as well as yourself, and so many other guys that, that I worked with at the magazine, and uh, very, very thankful for the time that we had together. Um, a few years later, of course, I I overheard someone pay me uh, one of the be- best compliments I've ever received when they referred to me as a baseball guy. And like you, i wasn't a tremendous player but anyone who has ever been in contact with you knows that that we share an unbridled passion for the game uh that's unmatched by many and to me that that's really what's part of being uh, a baseball guy is all about and and that passion and that thirst for knowledge uh, that general curiosity that we carry with us every time we step into a ballpark i think will really serve you well in your new position with the twins or with a great group of men over there a group of guys I greatly respect and, and a group of guys that I look forward to competing with, uh, in the years to come. So uh wish you the best of luck, John. b a is not going to be the same uh, without you. I, I will let you know. I do have a bet board wager that we will hear the word for Klimp in the next half hour. So don't let me down on that. And best of luck to you, John.
4: Uh, I think I already used it when I was talking to Jim. Uh, I talked to Jim before, so that's, uh, yeah, um, I got very overclocked this whole time, so great to hear Alan's voice, and Alan has a long-time contribution to Baseball America, whenever Nick Marcakis' name is evoked, when, he, when someone asked him, where are you going to rank Marcakis in the Eastern League, and he was like, Marcakis, does he qualify? And it was like, yeah, it's only, he's got this many at-bats, and he's like, Marcakis, I ain't got nothing on him. That, so, we still use
3: that all the time, and we also awesome. do also use, anytime we really need something, in the old days, we used to have that we had to track down the opening day rosters, and so you had to do it by calling every team and getting the roster. It's a lot easier nowadays, but so each t- each guy of us, we get you know, we each get a, a list of teams that were your organization. And in an ideal world, you would call the farm director and he would send you all of them, and then you would you know you would hit the uh, bingo. Yeah, but often it didn't get an org chart. And, uh, and we'll we'll never forget Alan Matthews in the office. We're all in our cubicles, and you can hear everybody, and he, you hear him He's like, I desperately need your uh, opening day roster.
4: <laughs> That's an all-timer. I desperately need a copy of your opening day roster. That is that is definitely an Alan Matthews-ism, but another just super guy, uh, one of my favorite Duke fans. There's a small, it's a short list. He's on the list.
3: But uh, we're keeping it old school here, so we're also going to, Going to go back to the guy who stepped in and replaced you as a college uh, baseball writer after uh, after you moved uh, on and up. Not that you exactly took your hands out of college baseball. Right. You never could do that. But it was something where Will Kimmy had some big shoes to step into, and that's exactly what he did. Now he's uh, an attorney. He's, yeah. uh, he's moved onward and upward as well. Absolutely. But, uh, but here's Will. Hey,
1: John. It's Will Kimmy. Congratulations on the new job and... time to look back to all those good baseball american memories I'll i remember you introducing me to dillard's and randy's back during the the lunch power rankings area i'll remember you uh trusting me to take on the college beat right after you which is no easy act to follow and all of your excellent guidance through those years i'll remember learning from you that not all trips to the blue for coffee are created (laughs) i'll remember you being able to turn nearly anything into a college baseball discussion and as much as anything I'll remember your your passion for baseball certainly and then everything else that you really care about which is probably why you can turn any discussion back into college baseball (laughs) maybe into UNC basketball or maybe you can even bring it up as a reference to your strat team how appropriate that as you are Exiting baseball America, that Lance McCullers, long the joke of your team of the office, <laughs> is now on the mound in the World Series. So congratulations, John! Best of luck.
4: That is a good pull because um, Lance McCullers Senior was the ace of my 1986 retro fantasy team, a league started by Kevin Goldstein, by the way, and uh, at that time featured Jim Callis, and that was one of the few years that Callis didn't make the finals. I lost to somebody else. I forget. But I rode the hell out of Lance McCullers Senior, and I anticipate the Astros will ride the hell out of Lance Junior in Game Six out of the bullpen behind Verlander. By
3: the way, there is a picture of John and Lance McCullers Senior yes. that has that has been uh, in the window of his uh, office for since
4: whatever summer it was that Lance Junior must have been summer of 2011 when Lance Junior was a Tournament of Stars. That's when I saw Lance Senior, and that was a that was a good
3: day. That was a, a, a very good day. Yeah. But uh, keeping as a nice as a nice segue here, very well done there. Because now when we do Tournament of the stars, we go to turn tournament the stars. It's a BA alum who is uh, running those things, Matt Blood, who has done. been a been a scout for the Cardinals, but now he does an excellent job running 18U uh, for the USA Baseball. Rolled. I mean, when you say rolled through the competition this year, I mean they may be the best 18U team that we've. Uh, We've ever seen best
4: pitching staff for sure, which uh, can make a best team. So Matt blood, uh, is a, he's doing
3: a great job. So here's Matt.
12: Hey, John, it's uh, Matt blood. Uh, want to say congratulations for, um, you know, this new role, this new endeavor that you're going to take here with the twins. Um, really excited to see, you know, where this takes you, you know, in the future. Uh, you uh, your infectious energy and, and passion and love for the game um, has has uh, really meant a lot to me over the years. I wanted to thank you for uh, giving me a chance, you know, back in 2008 to join your staff and and the uh, the knowledge and tutelage you gave me for, for that year. You know, when I was an PA, is something uh, I'll never forget, and uh, you know, I'll always cherish you know our, our friendship uh, as well. Um, I wanted to wish you the best with uh, that great organization in Minnesota. And uh, if you ever need anything from me, I'm, I'm here for you as well. Uh, so good luck. Um, thank you. And uh, you know, baseball America is going to miss you dearly. Thanks, John.
4: Well, I tell you, that we, uh, we've we had a lot of good people, a lot of talent come through here. Matt Bloods is as talented as they get. And he didn't even mention my Josh Field story where I, I think I offended him greatly. <laughs> Uh, with my view of uh, how God views Josh Fields' curveball or does not view it as the case may be. So Matt always uh, rolled with my uh, ridiculous, uh, loud pronouncements. Uh, he's a good egg.
3: Keeping up on the good egg uh, standpoint, we're going to move on to uh, to the uh, guy who replaced Will Kimmy on the college baseball uh, beat, uh, Aaron Fitt.
13: Hey, Johnny, Aaron Fitt here. I just wanted to start by congratulating you on uh, an incredible, incredible run here at Baseball America, and, uh, and and you know and wish you the very best of luck on this fantastic opportunity with the Twins. I think it's it's great that you'll finally get a chance to use your <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge of baseball uh, to help build uh, a championship team. You know, on your own, I think that's going to be fantastic. Um, but looking back at those two decades plus at, at Baseball America, my God, it's uh, it's hard to kind of wrap your mind around the fact that John Manuel is not going to be there anymore. You know, it's uh, w- when when you think about Baseball America, you're you're just such a huge part of that place and its history and and what it is. Uh, certainly, when I started there in 2004, um, you were still out in the bullpen, you know, with us us plebs uh, <laughs> plugging away as the assistant general manager and uh, assistant uh, managing editor excuse me and uh, you know and, and your personality at that point it just it just uh, infused the walls of, of that old place on Main Street and uh, and sort of your personality you know <laughs> it dominated baseball America in so many ways uh, your creative energy um, pushed that place forward for, for years and years and uh, you know I, I think we all have so many fond memories of um sitting in the office and shouting out Balbino Fuen Bayor and you know all those podcasts uh, with countless Jim Morris impressions and uh, you know University of Miami should be pretty good again this year and uh, pretty good. Uh, you know Not bad. everything else all the inside jokes and the goofiness uh, but also you know speaking personally uh, you know I, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in today as a professional college baseball writer without John Manuel. I mean that's pretty obvious, but, uh, you believed in me when I was just a kid, you know, 22, 23 years old, um, and, and gave me a, a, a lot of trust, you know, running that beat that was so important to you and, uh, helping me become, um, a fully formed writer, you know, and, and I remember turning in features over the years that I was pretty proud of and happy with. And, and you come back and say, yeah, it's good, but you know, let, let's, let's work on some things here. Let's chop some things out. Let's streamline this thing. It's the kind of feedback that uh, uh, young writers, it's just invaluable. And uh, I'm very grateful that I had that in addition to all those years of of wonderful memories and, uh, you know, late nights at M's Pub in Omaha and, you know, Franklin Street in 2005, of course, who could forget. Uh, It's been, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, again, you should be very proud of your body of work at Baseball America. And I wish you all the best with the Twins.
4: That's a horrible, JJ. I just move on. He has a great guy in his air That's all I can say.
3: I know you've got Those a run, moment, but uh, I'm going to go to uh, Founder. Baseball America, Founder, the, the one who set the bar for all of us that we've been all trying to live up to ever since, founded the magazine In His Garage has a work uh, ethic that uh, that basically set the standard that is that is very hard to match. So here, here's Alan Simpson.
9: Hey, John, it's Alan. I just wanted to uh, check in uh, with you quickly and uh, say thanks for everything, especially for maintaining the standard of excellence that uh, Baseball America has been known for through the years and uh, certainly for preserving the integrity of the magazine and, and the respect that uh, – baseball America's earned in the industry going way back in the day and uh, continuing until this point. Um, really sorry to see you go, but I'm sure our, our, uh, you're on to something bigger and better and our paths will cross. Um, if there's a memory and it's probably going to have to go back in time a little bit, it probably will go back to the, uh, to the crunch around uh, the draft, especially in that transition years from uh, the secret of drafts. More open drafts and into the TV era, but I think probably the ones that really stand out are those days when, uh, when the draft was uh, in that secrecy stage, and and uh, it was a case of really bunkering down in the in that bunker and and, uh, <laughs> and just uh, digging out as much information from as many sources as we had to kind of pull this thing together. I guess that's probably. From that, I've got to say the draft is a whole lot easier to cover these days. But uh, (laughs) anyway, thanks again, John, for all you've done to keep the magazine as is, and uh, we'll certainly check in with you down the road. Thank
3: goodness for Alan. That's all there is to it. I I mean, mean, that's again, I don't think people nowadays understand, which is understandably that you don't if you're not of that generation, and we're not of that generation. But Alan invented prospect coverage,
4: he totally invented it. The draft and and prospects, neither
3: of them had been covered. Before, Allen said, you know what, this is something that deserves to be covered. And nowadays, can you imagine baseball without draft or prospects coverage? I, I, I can't. It's, you can't imagine it. It
4: wouldn't exist. Maybe somebody else would have started it, but it would be different than it, if Allen hadn't started it. So thank God for Allen Simpson. That's all I can say. So, a Good man.
3: I, one of the things I remember with Chris Klein, who uh, has also – he has several first-round picks now on his resume as a scout, but uh, – I remember Chris coming in, and uh, he was, if Connor was an unconventional intern, Chris was an unconventional intern in another way, because I believe he was uh, probably the oldest intern that we've ever had.
4: Yeah, I think he was—he had a different title because he was out of school and everything, but, yeah, he was it wasn't full-time when he first started. Yeah, it was a, you know, more like a
3: part-time job, yeah. but that quickly turned into a full-time job. But uh, Chris definitely wanted to make sure that he was uh, passed on a message. Oh, man,
14: there's so many memories uh, going back during my time with John at Baseball America and and a lot of time afterwards. Um, And I'm thankful to to be able to call him, you know, a really good friend of mine uh, as the years have gone on. Um, That's crucial for me and for Chris. Honestly, the one one that really sticks out to me and and he's going to kind of, he'll he'll get ticked or like he's going to know exactly what I'm talking about when I bring this up because we've talked about it over the years. my, when I started there, I was the 30-year-old intern, <laughs> um, which was kind of strange. It was like my one chance at trying to get into this game, and I was so honored and, um, and thankful to have that job. Um, and John's cube, he didn't have an office then, so his cube was next to my cube. And he had one... Whatever that college baseball writing award thing,
15: very The well, snip, snip,
14: the snip. I didn't know anything about college baseball, honestly, at the time. Um, but you know, was very, uh, very respected in the game, and and he had this kind of presence and in, in, about him, um, you know, that that kind of commanded respect, and and um, and I had just written a story on. Uh, Kyle's Tadano um i think it was the first thing i'd ever written for baseball america and uh wow and it, it went broke news nationally like guys in the office are like wow you know i worked so hard on it all this stuff and so like the next like, few days later i was still kind of like riding that high of getting that story like you know not now, for long like, like, First big story i'm so awesome and um I I'd written another story and John was editing it and he just kind of stands up and comes over to my cube and he's just like Chris this sucks. Uh, this game this job is all about what have you done for me lately? You got to bring it every day. And and every day you got to bring the energy and you got to dig and you got to, you know, beat people. And he came at me hard, and I, I, I deserved it, number one. Number two, it made me better at what I was doing, um, no matter how gruff and stuff he can be. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's getting verklempt throughout this entire
4: second <laughs> uh,
14: podcast. So um,
4: Well past that. Wish I
14: could be there with you guys. That story, to me, uh, I'll never forget it. It made me a better writer at the time. Um it made me actually it made me a better scout. Um for you know, the ten plus years I've been doing that. So thank you, John. You're gonna be missed. I love you, brother. Take care. Hope everything's good. Big hugs to everybody in the office that are still there that I know. All right. <laughs> love
4: you guys. See you. I just can't believe we didn't get a leg wrap reference. But uh Alan Matthews and Chris Klein both always told me after since the they left how hard on them I was when they were here. I don't remember that I don't remember it that way, but I do because they, they certainly remember it that way. But they both are always like, Well, thank goodness you were. So Yeah, I knew Chris was gonna go in that direction, but I didn't remember it was the Castadano story. <laughs> Which if you don't remember, Castadano was the Japanese minor leaguer of the Indian system who like on the side for money in Japan did porn. Uh I think well, he did gay porn, not that really not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> But <laughs> that was the big story. In 2005, 2006, that was a big stinking deal. So, yeah. I Chris, Chris and Alan love to tell me how hard I was on them.
3: Well, we're, we're going to finish up here with uh, this is basically some version of the Royals 14-pen uh, or uh, some version of Wetland Rivera and uh, uh, Ramiro Mendoza. Mendoza here. So we're going to finish this up as far as this, this is your life with... Uh, could really go any order here, but we're going to start with Clint Longenecker, the, uh, the star of a couple of draft classes for us. He was our draft writer left to go on to, uh, to work for the Indians, and uh, to say that he killed it from every day that he was here is not really even doing it justice. Yeah. To say that he has a passion for the game, again, does not do it justice. It's, it's infectious, but, uh, but Clint obviously wanted to uh, share a message with you.
16: Hey John, it's Clint. This is a sad day for for the industry, for me personally, and for all the lives that you've touched during your time at Baseball America. But at the same time, it's a great day for you personally and a day to celebrate everything that you've accomplished over your time at Baseball America. Few people in the entire world can say that they are the best at what they do in their given profession, but you're one of the people who who can truly say that. And I am so excited for you to take on this next challenge in your life and because of the incredible job that you've done leading Baseball America to set up the future leaders who are gonna take over um, in your stead. Um, I still think back to the time before I met you when I was so excited to get to get up to Baseball America and to begin my internship, having read you for so many years and listened to you um, on podcasts and then, you know, once I got up to Baseball America for for that summer internship, uh, the excitement that I had and being able to work with you, and uh, hear just how you processed, um, you know, baseball news every single day, and your unrelenting drive to learn more, um, and to be able to pull out obscure baseball references from every level of the game, whether it's amateur, pro, international, or you name it, I. I was just truly in in awe of you and really had to pinch myself that this was a potential job and a job that I ended up getting a year later and I just really want to thank you for taking a chance on me as somebody who didn't have a traditional writing background and teaching me, um, you know, with all of the things that I was so naive to and I really could not have had uh, a better mentor and somebody to help bring me along in, in both writing and in just the general professional. Uh, ranks uh, your passion and effervescence for the game is is unparalleled and that's one of the or those are some of the traits that it's going to allow you to to be incredible and in the next phase of your of your life personally I'm really gonna miss your coverage and the excitement that it comes with reading one of your articles and the thought-provoking nature um of your of your articles and and just your entire coverage of uh of baseball um disappointed uh, from a selfish perspective that you're going to uh, to a division rival but uh, you're in great hands and and they've made an incredible decision to bring you on as well but really just excited for for you and for um, and for the people that you've impacted uh, at baseball America who are going to be able to step up with you moving on um, to the twins so John I love you brother and uh, congrats.
3: I love that guy he's he's amazing
4: he's amazing
3: i'll just keep rolling on here uh the guy who kind of started this the guy who showed that you could work for baseball america and take it to another level and then, and then took it to another level because he became a scout for the uh, padres uh and then has went to the rangers and he's moved up to where he's uh uh, you know, basically one of the top guys in the uh, Rangers front office. Yeah, I love this guy too. He's just the general manager. Assistant Josh general Boyd manager is the Josh Master. Boyd. So, here's here's Josh.
17: Hey, John, it's uh, Josh Boyd here. I'm um, honored to be a part of uh, this special tribute on your last day at Baseball America. Just wanted to share a couple memories, and uh, hope I can do justice to what you mean to me as a friend. Uh, first and foremost, and what you've meant to me and the impact you've had on me uh, professionally throughout the years. I still remember the disappointment in your voice after after your first edit of my Scout School story. Um, you basically told me it was garbage, which it was, um, and, I, and I was able to go back and, and put something a little uh, better together, but it was that honesty to uphold the uh, the standards, um, are, are, I just remember thinking that, hey, Baseball America invested the time and, and money for me to go out and have a really unique opportunity to learn uh, something special out in Arizona for two weeks of scout school. And uh, my first draft was, was not acceptable. Um, you know, it's, it, it was that, that passion right there the, was the ability to challenge us, a hard challenge our growth. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and just keep in mind the readers, our, our fans, the baseball fans um, and, and what they deserved from us, uh, what we owe them. And, and, and I think that stood out for me. And, and it's something that uh, still stands out to this day, whether I'm writing a scouting report or I'm making a decision, kind of keep in mind, you know, now it's the Texas Rangers fans, it's fans of Major League Baseball. Back then it was Baseball America. Um, it's, for, it's for those reasons that I know, uh, without a doubt at all, um, that the Minnesota Twins and Major League Baseball just added a difference maker. Uh, it, it's because of your, your, your people skills, your ability to communicate, your ability to relay information. Uh, those things are going to be a major asset for the Twins. Uh, they, they, they stole an absolute uh, stud, man. I love you. I truly love you, man. As a as a friend, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss reading your work, uh, and I only hope I get to to cross paths with you more frequently out uh, out in the uh, scouting world. I wish you the best. I can't believe it's your last day. Thank you for everything you did for me, uh, and uh, I'm always here for you, brother. Love you.
3: I'm just going to roll light on. Uh and we're gonna wrap it up with, uh, with Lingo. Will Lingo, who uh, co-editor in chief with John for so many years and uh, also one of the, uh, the foundational, the cornerstone people of, of baseball America. So here's Will.
15: Hey John, it's me, Will. I'm not sure how to sum up our long time working together. So I'm just going to read from this prepared statement. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not sure there's any story I could tell that wouldn't result in me getting for Clint and you getting for Clint, and we just don't need that in a podcast. I think we almost got to hear Jim Callis get for Clint in this podcast, and that in and of itself is a, makes this amazing. a monumental occasion. I would amazing. just say this was a great era for Baseball America and for you and me personally, and... Um, I'm looking forward to the next era too, so I have no doubt that you'll do great as a scout and with what whatever lies beyond that so so I just look forward to the next 20 years of our friendship. I said to you recently the best baseball America employees basically have no ceiling on the amount of work they're willing to do to. Get the job done, whatever that job might be, and you obviously fit that criteria even probably better than anybody else and I mean we've worked with some people who are <laughs> who have an insane work ethic, so that's pretty high praise. Um, I don't know, maybe Alan Simpson is still <laughs> it might be. the all-time leader in that category after all, he did start the magazine by himself. I think he but is. But at any rate, I love Baseball America. I love you. I loved working with you and, well, you knew I was gonna get for Clint anyway, so. you <laughs> would have been disappointed if it had not happened. So I hope you're happy. <laughs> anyway, good luck. I don't know why I'm making this sound like a farewell. I'll probably text you tonight to talk about Joel Berry's latest <laughs> prognosis for his hand injury or whatever other Carolina basketball news is going through the ether. So uh, good night and good luck.
4: Well said. That- JJ, that was very well done. It was definitely overwhelming mm-hmm. to hear all those voices.
3: So That's we figured out what could we do, and that was we figured the best thing we could do was to come up with the idea of, of letting, basically you get to you're not having a funeral, but you essentially get to hear all the eulogies when you're still gonna you're still with us.
4: That's uh I've used that line. It's definitely been like a funeral, but in a good way. But I'm not dead, so. You're not even leaving. We're still to get to see you every yeah, day. Yeah, I still have to pack my office. Uh, oh, you'll, you'll be here at least three days for that. Yes, it's gonna take at least one full day of a weekend to pack my office because i'm not, I'm gonna leave some stuff behind you know, issues but uh I just never saw. i did not see it coming I'd be leaving and uh it has been a great twenty I think we did manage to years.
3: surprise you with the uh, with the with you did. the. Uh, I, I was trying to. I kept disappearing. You kept asking where I was, and I kept. I, I don't normally lie, but I kept like, oh, I'm the, I was in the archives. No, yeah. I was over there recording these because that's it. That's the why we, had, we had, had to get them done. But well, uh, JJ,
4: we've worked together fifteen years, so uh, uh, I just it's like Jim. Like I talked to Jim earlier today. It's like it's it's hard to leave in, in a part in a way because you don't want to put people who are still here in a bind but I trust the rest of you guys we had a great lunch today. I trust the guys are still here. Uh, ben Battler's not here but up in Boston. I trust Ben. I, I trust BJ Schechter to, uh, you know, run the editorial staff and the business. But, you know, it just changed. The uh, you know, job has got harder after all these years. Uh, the last few years, several years just have been harder and uh, I don't have the unlimited work ceiling <laughs> that Will was talking about anymore. But uh, uh, just personally, I love doing these podcasts with you. I loved arguing with you. I loved fighting with you. I loved mending fences. I loved the, all of it. That, that's uh,
3: the thing that people, like, we've to had to explain to the office many a time. No, yeah. no, no. John and I are good. JJ and I are good. We <laughs> yeah. we, we, do, we like arguing.
4: Yeah, so... We uh, argued on
3: the la- our second-to-last podcast. We, we yes, had a did. good... I actually texted Clint, I'm like, you're going to enjoy this. We really <laughs> got into it.
4: But, uh... You know, we have some spectacular people who've come through here that you heard from today, the and there's still spectacular people here now. So, uh, I will look forward to being a faithful subscriber to the BA podcast, listening, and wishing I could have contributed because I know it's going to happen. But uh, like I
3: said, we're going to we're going to ask uh, for a special dispensation when the Twins win the World Series. You know, <laughs> you, you know that's that's actually going to be a good rule for us. You know, we uh, we had Clint on when the uh, Indians. Uh, didn't we, if I remember right, didn't we have Clinton? on? Or I don't we, recall. I can't remember if we did it's or not. It's
4: all, uh, I'm not in my best uh, state of mind right now, but uh, I'll give a special shout out to Ronnie McCabe, who worked here for 30 years, uh, worked with me the whole time here, uh, just behind the scenes, was never on a podcast, because he did all of our shipping and stuff like that, and uh, just a super, super guy. Uh We had a lot of great people at BA over the years. Linwood Webb, who's behind us, who's worked here 17 years, Linwood, something crazy like that. Um, Just a lot, there's more behind it as well. But uh, I'll just say again, none of it would have happened without that crazy Canadian, Alan Simpson, starting the magazine in his basement and uh, garage, whatever. And uh, so he brought a lot of people, a lot of enjoyment over the years but he also brought all of us together. So uh, ultimate thanks to Alan Simpson, and thanks to everybody who listened. So, uh,
3: it's been a hell of a run. We do thank you for tuning in today. Today's podcast was sponsored by Baseballism. Don't forget to shop now at Baseballism.com and near the offer code BASHIP to receive free shipping on your order. Visit Baseballism.com to shop for hats, shirts, and more today. For John, I'm JJ, and... We'll have another podcast tomorrow. Be a little different. I have to be honest, but uh, but we will be back tomorrow with another uh, World Series podcast. And uh, and obviously, we didn't have the current staff on here. We we wanted to limit to it an hour. We you know it'd have been two to three hours if we'd have done that. But it's not because the current staff doesn't, couldn't say the same kind of things. But uh, John, we'll miss you. But we do wish you the best of luck with the Twins. Thanks, JJ. I love you. Love you too. Uh, No, (laughs) I've been so good. Okay, I'm going to power through. For for John, I'm JJ. So long, everybody.
2: This concludes our program. Want more in-depth baseball coverage? Be a better fan. Visit BaseballAmerica.com to get more comprehensive baseball coverage.